Meg Hayes here from Vicious Cycle Podcast. If you have enjoyed listening to our podcasts every week, if you enjoy our ridiculous period songs, please subscribe to us at Stitcher or iTunes. Head on over to iTunes and rate and review. Also, just tell people and keep calm and tampon. And welcome to Vicious Cycle, the podcast about periods and the people who get them. I am Kate Elston. I'm Meg Trowbridge. And I'm Meg Hayes. Thanks for joining us. This is episode 17. Wow. Which is also my lucky number. This episode is all about PMS and if it's real. It's not. Just kidding. I, we don't know. We it's, don't know. We thank you for joining minds. us. That's the episode. Good night, New York. But yeah, we'll get into it. But first, let's let's catch up about everyone's periods. Um, how any anything to report? I'll start. Nothing to report. Thanks, Delightfully, <laughs> delightfully peaceful, non-bloody week. You didn't have a two twofer this week. No, that this was month? last week. That was last week. So okay, I got my period. I tried some products, Ooh. which we will be talking about in a later yeah. episode. Yeah, any anything to like. Some of it preview? was traumatic. Some of it was yeah. delightful. Okay. Um, I mean, that's really it. I had a better flow this time than last time. I you had mean some heavier, heavier. Yeah, I love that. Uh, that's better. I know. <laughs> well, last last time was like two days. I'm like, that doesn't even count. Yeah. Um, I I bought the most insane things at the grocery store, which I put on our Instagram, which was like pizza, salad, red vines, bubble water, nacho cheese chips, like. <laughs> insane it, it sounded good at the time two different types of bread like raisin bread <laughs> s- seed bread like just bread <laughs> it made no sense i looked at my cart and i was like the fuck a crazy person bought this stuff <laughs> so do, i mean we should do an episode on on cravings yeah it I, was hard and you i know, would love to get into that part of me thinks that i just play into it and i'm like oh this is my excuse but it, it I had a strong need for like fig newtons to where <laughs> I like on my lunch break left work and went to go get fig newtons. So I mean that's stronger than like your typical yeah. craving. Yeah. I mean you sure. guys remember my jalapeno cheddar Cheetos right? situation? I thought of you. Yeah. So we should do a whole thing on that. I agree. Um, you guys my you guys know this because last time we recorded I was I, what I thought was moments away from blacording. Uh-huh. Turns out it would be another like five days before oh I my got God. my period. I was a week late wow. um, and I was feeling real crappy uh. just that whole week. I think I told you guys like broke down at work one day like several times oh. just out of frustration. I mean, I, I believe I was justified in my yeah. anger at yeah. work. But I just kept crying. Like people would come over and be like, "Is everything okay?" I'd be like, "No." <laughs> and then, and then I so I, so in that moment, I was like, "Okay, this is probably my period is like around the corner." Mm. But it wouldn't come for another couple days, and so Ooh. I thought that maybe I was pregnant, mm. and I was like very, uh, I was very feeling shitty. I was super sad. My cravings were crazy. I wasn't sleeping well. I was really tired. So I was like, okay, this could be one of two things. Yeah. <laughs> Either period or pregnancy. Um, it was weird. And so, yeah. And then that that feeling that we've talked about, about you feeling like you're you're bleeding, like the trickle feeling. Yes. I felt that. It was right. like, it's like ghost 
Ghostflow. Yeah. Ghostflow. Yeah. Also great Ghost name flow. for a podcast. Um, <laughs> it's Ghostflow. That could flow. be our menstruation uh, or our menopause episode name. Ghostflow. Ghostflow. Yeah. Ghost flow. Um, love it. Uh, I, I felt like I had that all week. Like, so I would keep going to the bathroom and keep checking and be like, okay, it's still not here. What the F? Yeah. So it's, it was almost just like, it just took up so much of my mental capacity, like especially at work, like going to the bathroom and like, and also because I was carrying, um, in preparation for all the alternatives I want to try, I was carrying around a pouch of like thinks and a diva cup mm-hmm. and, um, reusable napkins. Like I was mm-hmm. carrying them around in preparation. I didn't have any tampons on me. Cause I was like, I'm going to go hard on these alternatives. Nice. Yep. So I was carrying it around like for a week at any moment's notice, <laughs> like going to bleed. So then when I finally did get it, I was like, I was too, like, I don't know what, it had just been too much. So I didn't want to use a diva cup. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I have already, the buildup was so the intense. The buildup was so crazy. And I just did not feel like I wanted to like try something new. Yeah. So I wore Thinks, mm. which I'll talk about. I really liked them though. Nice. Thinks, Thinks is the underwear that it, you just put them on and they soak up all the blood. And it's like so thin. I don't know how it does it. It's like a, truly magic because I was so heavy. All this gush yeah. coming out. Um, and Meg Hayes and I, on that day I got it, performed at the Talkies Comedy Show in Oakland, which was really awesome. Mm -hmm. And I actually was wearing the things and we got up on stage and asked everyone which one of us they thought was menstruating. (laughs) (laughs) Did they guess correctly? Um, I I think they were so shocked (laughs) at what we were talking about. They were just like, (laughs) this feels like a trap. (laughs) But I will say, I will say, um, that at that show there's a in the backstage for all the comics there's one bathroom I guess it's for everyone though it was for the audience yeah, too and oh, I wow. was so heavy but still not bleeding through the things whatever I had I kept an eye on it I had uh, extra underwear with me and then reusable pads as a backup um and at one point I went to the bathroom left came back and noticed that I had bled on the toilet like underneath no. the seat oh, yep, like yep, where yep. guys lift it up yes. and then yes. there's like that porcelain and I noticed it there and I was like oh god so not only did people see it but they know it was me because <laughs> I had been on stage being like, it like I'm idiot. the bloody one um, so that was just hilarious or you cleaned up someone else's blood it could have been someone I mean, else's but I think it was mine because I feel like usually that comes like I make that happen when I pull out my yep, tampon yep. and it goes wink yep. yeah yep. no I think it was mine because I remember I did I was I was so heavy it yeah. was crazy um and I have a new smell to report Ooh. because I think we talked about you know while I was on that week I was like we've talked about how it could maybe be smellier if it's been in your uterus for a longer oh, time yeah. so I was a very aware of if I were to bleed what that smell would be but also I was wearing thinks which mm-hmm. I don't think I mean, it wasn't terribly smelly, on yeah. the, but it's it's obviously not like wearing a tampon. I yeah. think for every time you say think, you should just say thanks. Like, I thanks. Oh, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. sure. Uh, absolutely. Thinks. So I think. So I, smellier. I thinks that I have a new scent, and it is as follows. Smoked salmon that has fallen on the ground. <laughs> in the dirt, maybe. Smoked salmon that has fallen in dirt. So it's like smoked salmon that you brought to a picnic. Yeah. A juicy smoked salmon that is off the grill and juicy and delicious that has just fallen in dirt. Okay. So, okay. But it is delicious. It's yeah, delicious. It's delicious. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I'm, I liked it. Not a problem so with Kate it. So Kate would just wipe the dirt off and just go for that smoked salmon. <laughs> I might. I might. I would blow it. I would blow you it. You guys, I dropped a Reese's Pieces in the theater and it was down there for a solid 20 minutes and I didn't eat it, but I... Had Thought to talk myself it. out of it. <laughs> in a movie theater? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Mm, no. Um, anyway, so that's that's that smell. Wow. That's that story. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Shall we get into our bleed search? 
Let's All right. let's do it. Meg Trowbridge is going to lead us in this episode about PMS. <clears throat> PMS, fact or fiction? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um so I think uh it's best to start at the beginning. It's a great place to start. Hippocrates, <laughs> the father of western medicine, <laughs> said that moods and physical disorders in women were caused by hysteria or the wandering uterus. Oh. oh. Uterus just what? moving all around in our bodies, like stirring up shit. Like physically wandering uterus? Yes. Okay, wow. Not just um, like theor- like like hypothetical. Like yeah. He, he thought theor- it moved okay. around. Oh, boy. So okay. he gets it. <laughs> uh, and for millennia, hysteria was diagnosed and treated um, until it received a new name in 1931 by American psychologist Robert Frank. Who in my head I've been calling Frank Robert. <laughs> Robert Frank. Uh, who published an art- article titled The Hormonal Causes of Premenstrual Tension. Mm. And his symptoms are irritability, bloating, fatigue, depression, attacks of pain, and impulse for foolish or ill-considered actions. Okay. Oh. Okay. And wow. I'd just like to say. Robert. If I knew that. Uh, men were lumping bad decision making under PMS. <laughs> I would blame so much more stuff on PMS. I would like, get away with so much more. We could get away with murder. The, the It'd be like months. the Twinkie defense. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, Your Honor. It was, I was, it was PMS. PMS. I wore very bright and very baggy orange pants for like three months, almost every other day. That was a three-month PMS episode, obviously. <laughs> I remember those pants. <laughs> they were comfy. I dated, were a, comfy. I dated a guy who later became or came out as a Scientologist. It must have been PMS. PMS. It was definitely PMS. It was prolonged PMS. <laughs> These were all ill-considered actions. Yes. And oh. we are not accountable for them. Um, when I was accidentally a redhead for a couple months. <laughs> PMS. Your hairdresser was PMSing. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Um, so then Lady Doctor Katerina Dalton, <laughs> a British physician in 1953, got into the conversation. Thank and, God, finally. Finally. Uh, and she said, because uh, all of these things that the male doctors have been saying were causing women's moods and stuff were all uterus related. They were like, it's all like attributed to you having a uterus. That's like the only thing that it could be. It's the only explanation. The only explanation. <laughs> we have no idea what that is. It's all the black hole that is the uterus. <laughs> um, so Dr. Dalton said uh, she believed it was dealing with a fluctuation of estrogen and progesterone and she renamed it premenstrual syndrome. Got so it. she's the one who kind of finally named PMS and she said it was more hormonal. Uh, and so that's kind of like become our modern way of thinking about it. Uh, Cause she added symptoms like diarrhea, moodiness, insomnia, food mm. cravings, etc. I, 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 I'm inclined to believe the woman doctor. She seems <laughs> to get it as well. Um, but yeah, listen to these symptoms. She oh, added oh boy. boy. Um, increased sex drive, which I've never experienced, but well, PMS. If it's we're talking premenstrual, mm-hmm. that could be when you're ovulating, right? How how what what's I, the time? I think it's just the week before okay. you bleed. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, honestly, some I people like, might. Ovulate I feel like then. everyone's different. Yeah, agreed. When it comes to sex drive, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, lack of physical coordination, which I feel like I totally get. Dude, my oh, friend yeah. is convinced that she gets clumsy around her yeah, period. Yeah, you've, you've said that. I constantly. I mean, mm. I get bruises that week because mm. I'm just banging into everything. Yeah, wow. interesting. Um, and here are my two favorite: increased personal strength. 
This idea that women are just like (laughs) (laughs) hulking out. So much extra blood flow. (laughs) And um, also uh, feelings of connection to nature or to other women. Oh, oh my hands! Oh my hands! <laughs> Look at us! We're holding hands. <laughs> okay. Um, but I was like, one, I feel like even in the fifties, she must have had some woo-woo friends who were like, I just really love to like free bleed in a meadow with my ladies. Kinda. <laughs> Remember when Kinda called our hotline yeah. and was like, I want to be one with women on my period. Yeah, that was probably Kinda. Yeah. I, I mean, Kina. so I think there's something there. Um. So, yeah, so I feel like that was kind of the beginning of how we understand PMS uh, or what we think PMS is. But up until then, it was just doctors being like, oh, it's the uterus. From Hippocrates to the 1930s. (laughs) It was ladies have uteruses. It makes them crazy. Is that where the word hysteria comes from? Hysterectomy? I feel like I heard that once. Yeah, I guess that does make sense. I When I think there was a movie that came out called Hysteria that was about prescribing women with like masturbation right to yes. deal with their hysteria yes Sarah Rule wrote a play about it yeah so according to this Guardian article the etymology of the word hysterical it's a word with a very female baiting history coming from the Latin hystericus which is of the womb wow so this was a condition thought to be exclusively to women yeah I feel like I'd heard that before yeah because you don't talk about men being hysterical it's like the it's like bossy like it's a kind of coded language right yes. and then yeah. the removal of the uterus is a hysterectomy right, right? so it's like removal of the hysteria, hysteria is Oof. wow I mean pretty ridiculous so I think uh, now I'd just like to cover and confirm with you two what we think of modern day PMS. Mm-hmm. So as I understand it, it usually happens the week before you get your period um, and you experience bloating, breakouts, tender breasts, headaches, weight gain, anxiety, depression, crying, mood swings, fatigue, or some people say like um, experiencing forgetfulness. Huh. And those are all things that like I've always associated mm-hmm. with what PMS could be. Agreed. Um, and from my fast research, uh, it's still unclear what its causes, um, whether it's hormone fluctuations or like serotonin levels changing, mm-hmm. um, especially like the mood element of the mm-hmm. PMS. Um, and, and I think like no website feels comfortable being like, it is due to this. I think they're just like, Women say they feel these things, and we believe women now. <laughs> um, <laughs> two millennia later. <laughs> uh, and then uh, things that um, WebMD and the Mayo Clinic say. Um, Magnos Mayo hey, Clinic. Mayo <laughs> Clinic. <laughs> um, things that could make these symptoms worse are smoking, drinking booze, eating sugar and red meat, so all the fun things you're not supposed to do before you get your period. That's what you want to do. I know. I know. Those are all the things you want. Yeah. Not I, I don't smoke. Meat. Yeah. See, but that meat's high in iron. I yeah. think that'd be good for you. Maybe it's only good once you're losing iron. Mm. Maybe. Smart. At that week, you're holding on yeah. to it. Sure. Dr. Mm. Trowbridge says. <laughs> um, and then I was reading a lot about uh, premenstrual dysphoric disorder, which just sounds like PMS on steroids because it's like you experience severe panic attacks crying spells and suicidal thoughts whoa so like and but, but apparently, only when you're the week before, like the your, week period. before your period that's strange yeah i've never heard of that yeah so i and like i read a couple things about people saying like everyone else makes pms sound like oh, i'm just cranky and they're like i have a super hard time this week um if that's happening to you consult a doctor yeah for sure and and they say that some of the um remedies for so it's called pmdd um are similar to remedies for pms like 
um, eating things rich in vitamin B or um, exercise. <sighs> Sucks. So hmm. all this to say, these are our understandings of what PMS is. But is it even a thing? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Nailed it. <laughs> That's Kate's go-to note. I don't know what note it is, but it's your best friend. It's, B flat. Dun, dun, dun. The way, the way that I harmonize is just say the, the last note I did. Yeah. So it's like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Oh, my God. Um, so uh, there are a couple articles that are um, out in the internet. Well, first of all, do you guys think it's real? I I think I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, just because. Like, do you feel like you actually, like, can you go, oh, no, I experienced that. So I think I don't experience it every month, mm-hmm. but there are definitely days because usually when something makes me sad, I know what it is. Like if it's a moving commercial, I know that it was just <laughs> a well-directed, well-acted commercial with great music. And I'm like, yep, that makes And dog acting. And amazing okay. dog acting. <laughs> um, but those are things that like, I don't have to wonder why I cried. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, that was just effective. Right. Um, and but there have been times where like out of nowhere I'll cry mm-hmm. and I'm I'm like confused about it and Kevin's being really sweet Kevin my husband uh, but I'm still like angry and then like a day later I get my period mm-hmm, and I'm like mm-hmm. okay I really feel like I had no control over my emotions that yeah, day yeah yeah I think between the three of us you have talked the most about mm. noticing right before your period mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I I think because I don't have it mm-hmm. I tend to think it's bullshit but I don't I don't want to say to women it's a load of crap like if they find solace in that diagnosis that's it's being sure. like, right. this is what I'm feeling right. but I I really it has been taken and blown to such insane proportion by men that it is just a yeah. way to call us witches based it's like modern day <laughs> yeah. like Salem witch trials yeah. like let's yeah let's get into yeah them. so that's kind of my opinion I don't want to completely disregard it if women find comfort sure. in that and some women women may legitimately have these things yeah but I think going forward I'll start trying to pay attention the week before my period because mm-hmm. I really don't notice much yeah cool. but then again I have cravings during my period yeah yeah I don't know I've- what about you yeah, I, like I said, I think I just I get sad and yeah. like irritable, and I yeah. just burst out crying at work <laughs> for real things, of for course. real reasons. But so, otherwise, I wouldn't be crying. And it. that uh-huh. happens before and not during. Yeah, before. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Well, a uh, couple articles I want to touch on. Um, the first is one Kate sent my way, which is called "Is PMS Real or a Myth?" And this is a Newsweek. It's by Melissa Matthews. And she focuses on a psychologist, Robinstein DeLuca, who just a choice quote from her. She says, uh, but if you say it's PMS, it's like a get out of jail free card. It's woman's excuse for when they need a break. So she's a psychologist who truly believes that PMS isn't a thing. It's just this crutch that women have mm. been using. And if you hear that quote and go, um, WTF, like lady, like Colin way to call a bitch out Mm -hmm. um and she has a a ted talk from 2014 where she kind of expounds on this but what she's actually trying to say is um that pms 
is also used mainly as a way to discredit women. And yes. Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. you know, okay. like, oh, a woman couldn't be in charge because they're so moody. Absolutely. Blood, blood coming out of her wherever. wherever. Yeah. Quote she, from our president. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's just a, a popular way to discredit women. Um, but she also says sometimes it's women's scapegoat. Scapegoat? Scapegoat. scapegoat. Oh, like sometimes we can use it Ourselves. as an excuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's yeah. only because we have to defeat the patriarchy somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we need a damn break. Yeah. Um, yeah, because people basically call us irrational because yes. we have yeah. like an overflow of hormones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. As if men don't have an overflow of testosterone that, that precludes them from making good decisions. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, so a brave man uh, <laughs> named Frank Burris. Brave man, Frank Burris <laughs> says. Bold man. Uh, he wrote an article, Is PMS Real for Slate? Wow, oh, I buddy. see what you mean by being yeah. brave. brave. Brave dude. I would love to be in that writer's room like, oh, really, oh. Frank? Okay. Frank, you want to take this one on? You want to take this? You're going to take this one, Frank? How does everyone feel about okay, Frank, Frank taking this? <laughs> like a poll. <laughs> um, All the women were out on their periods that day. <laughs> He's like, is it real? Uh, we need to do this for HR purposes. <laughs> well, so he wrote a, a somewhat interesting article. Um, and he references that like, uh, so in the beginning of the article, his wife comes in and says something like, well, now I know why I was being so moody. I got my period today. And uh, and then he said something like, are you sure it was because of your period? And then she oh. looked at him like she wanted to then she flay him. him. Face? And he was like, no, it was definitely your period. Sorry, I don't, don't know what I was thinking. Um, but so his take is, is PMS truly like a medical condition or is it a cultural syndrome? And so he kind of did some research on whether um, there are similarities or differences in what other cultures and countries claim their PMS is. Like a lot Mm. of countries don't even like reference it as a thing or in other countries, they don't list the same uh, symptoms as us. Um, And uh, another article that came out in response to this article titled, of course, PMS is real. (laughs) The real question is why don't we have a cure? Um, and that was written by Emily Crockett and Julia Bellas for Fox, Vox, um, Vox with a V, Vox with a V. And, uh, they had this great kind of sum up of his research. Um, the research birth sites is pretty interesting. There seem to be cross-cultural differences in how women report their experience, experiences of PMS. For instance, Chinese women report sensitive sensitivity to cold as a PMS mm. symptom and American women don't. American women report negative emotional symptoms and Chinese women usually don't. One study found that women who endorse traditional gender roles tend to experience more menstrual distress. Mm. And another study found that longer, um, that the longer women of ethnic minorities live in the United States, the more likely they are to report PMDD. Wow. Dysphoric disorder. Okay. And I'm like, that might just be because it probably sucks to be a person of color in this country, but How? also yeah. a bleeder. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was really interesting because he had all this, you know, these studies kind of show how different PMS is per country. Hmm. Um, and so... But what did they say in response to that? So like, they said... The Vox um, women. Uh, this research doesn't come anywhere close to concluding, as Burris does, that if PMS is a syndrome, it's almost certainly a cultural one. Obstetrician gynecologist Amy Tatur 
explained in a blog post in response to Burris, these studies don't demonstrate that PMS is culturally constructed, merely that the way women experience and talk about their symptoms can be culturally mediated. So maybe they experience these things, they just aren't comfortable talking about them openly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Because that's that's what I was thinking. Like, maybe it is. Yeah, because we are so comfortable in Western countries talking openly about, or more so than other countries, talking openly about periods. You can say, ugh, I'm PMSing. Oh, and here's why. Yeah. And then like, but just because someone isn't vocal about it doesn't mean they're not experiencing it just because they don't respond to a survey or research about it doesn't mean they don't experience it. And the fact that maybe they don't even discuss it with their closest friends. Right. Right. Doesn't mean it's not happening. Right. Um, And it might be something that like, honestly, yeah, if you if I didn't grow up hearing that PMS was real, I might not notice it either. You know what I mean? Like if, if there was it's like the way that like if. it's like being kind of like a hypochondriac. Like you Mm -hmm. start noticing things, like you start getting itchy when someone says, oh, there's mosquitoes or whatever. Yeah. Like, so it's like if you're 13 and you just started your period, oh, watch out for PMS. And then you're like hyper aware of it. Yeah. Whereas maybe I wouldn't have noticed it had our culture not been like all the women get PMS. Right. And like it, so I totally resonate with that where, um, I don't think I totally understood what PMS was, but I knew to make fun of a girl who was being a bitch. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. Being like, mm, oh, that's so PMS, true. Uh-huh. You know, um, and only later did I start realizing, oh, maybe some of these things that I feel that maybe don't necessarily make me aggressive or like cranky, um, but they definitely feel unusual for my mm-hmm. like baseline. I wonder, too, if uh it could just have to do with an increased anxiety in dealing with your period that you feel the week before. Right. Because basically you're yeah. gearing up to have to deal with your period and all the things that come with dealing with your period. As well as so it's just continuing a, your life. Like you're saying, like a heightened sense of awareness that did, it's about yeah. to start. Did that woman who did the TED Talk also talk about just like, because I remember reading her thing and it be her saying, there's a hundred reasons you could feel bloated. Right. You know, yeah. like... You know, and she and yeah. she said there's a a bunch of reasons why your hormones might shift that aren't even related to your cycle. Mm. Um, so it's I mean yeah it's true it's like blaming everything on just your menstrual cycle for like why your mental state might be different is probably not always going to be accurate. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And I also think there is misconception. I think when I was younger about thinking PMS was happening on your period like yeah. I didn't know that it stood for pre-menstrual so I think when girls like it's the same with like the Donald Trump thing like mm-hmm. telling Megan saying to Megan Kelly that she was a an inappropriate questioner at the debate because she maybe she was bleeding out of her wherever, wherever. that's like, like I think it may be in his head it's like oh women are bitchy when they're bleeding but the PMS is supposed to be pre-menstrual right so I think yeah. you know but obviously we shouldn't be looking at Donald Trump for any sense of anything. any expertise around women or any facts. Also, if people have the idea that we have PMS both the week before and on our period, they're just assuming that half of the month. Yeah, we're, we're miserable, irritable right. and irrational. And right. you know that if PM if men got PMS, like there would be like work. You wouldn't have to go to work. It would be like yeah. national holidays. Of course, like, it would be like 100%. he's going through yeah. a tough time. Right. He's bleeding. Right. We never get I mean, that. I mean, here's right. a question, though. Have people. you guys ever, though, like, be honest, have you used the excuse of PMS or bleeding, either one, as a way to get out of something? Like, I feel like I've definitely at work pulled the, like, I don't feel well, I think I'm on my period to, like, a male boss, and the male mm. boss just be like, go home. <laughs> um, like, don't tell me anymore. Don't tell me anymore. I don't. 
But I think that's, I mean, I, I don't, who like, you know. Men take needs, advantage of the system right. anytime we they need can. A, we need a break. And I don't, you know, it could have, and maybe it was. I, I mentally needed a mental health day and who yeah. knows, whatever. I certainly use my period to get out of PE stuff. Uh, even oh, when in I, high school? Yeah, in, even yeah. when I wasn't bleeding. I was just like, I have my period so I can't do the swim thing. And my coach would always be like, of course, take it easy. And I'm like, I used this excuse two weeks ago. You dumb He's not tracking me, clearly. <laughs> um, and I definitely think I may have used it with Kevin a couple times where I'm like, it probably wasn't PMS, but I'm just going to tell him it was hormones. I'm just mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry, I was totally irrational last night. Hormones, I, you get it. I can't remember any specific time. I think maybe just to garner like empathy. Sure. Or, yeah, uh-huh. maybe to get out of like, oh, I was... Irrational. I was crazy last night. Yeah, Yeah. I can't think of any specific reason. I mean, I was just, I was thinking about this episode uh, today Mm -hmm. because I was having brunch with my husband, Carl, friend of the, uh, acquaintance of the pod. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who, by the way, burst in the last time we were recording. (laughs) Yeah, and we had to cut that out of the episode. He waltzes into our apartment (laughs) like he owns the place. (laughs) (laughs) He rents. He doesn't own that apartment. Um, anyway, oh but God, we were, so funny. but, um, we were having brunch today and I think he was cranky cause he was hungry. So <laughs> I dropped him off, went to park. We had rented a car for the day. What, by the time I come and sit down, he is like, his mood has totally changed and he's like really cranky. And I could just tell that like everything I was saying, he was being really negative about. He was like, no budding me, mm. um, a lot. That's an I, improv term. No, bud. Right. the opposite of yes. And so I was just like. Uh, like this you're PMSing right now mm-hmm. like this is like how come there's no word for 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 men and what they go through yeah. like you you clearly I knew he was hungry and of course as soon as he got his like burger he was happy and uh-huh. we were chatty and it was fine but I was like this there this isn't fair that women have this thing that men can pin on us and that's yep. why with the caller a couple weeks ago who called in and said is which started this whole episode yeah is PMS real? It's like, okay, you don't get, it's like the Frank guy who wrote the article. Right. It's like, you don't get to decide if yeah. it's real or not. Let yeah. the women, let the bleeders decide. Let the coven come together and decide for <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> and then while we're at it, we will identify and uh, diagnose men. Yes. Let's come up yes. with something right now. Let's. I'd love that. Carl said, because I said something like, oh, you're moody. And he's like, yeah, I have GMS, guy menstrual syndrome. <laughs> and I'm like, that's this. Let's workshop Let's, that. We'll workshop it. We'll come up with something better. Because I was going to say, like, Men have outbursts all the time Mm -hmm. and they're usually just described as uh, passionate or like, oh, he's just an asshole, but like he's talented. So like, for instance, Jeffrey Tambor, who apparently Mm -hmm. will just fly off the handle and make people feel really shitty, but he keeps getting work because men are allowed to do that. And so I feel like when you have like a temper tantrum as a man, you should absolutely have people be like... Well, PMS, huh? We should we should really come up with a diagnosis <gasps> right now. Okay, because okay. he came up. What was the thing that? Well, he, I think what uh, Carl was was hangry, which I also get yes. sometimes. We all get, but hangry. there are plenty of times when men are. But just let's moody. but let's make it for just men. Moody male syndrome, MMS. Okay, okay MMS. I like. What about case? Okay, because menstrual has the word men in it, so Ooh, we could say true. something like men. Men shrill, men shrill, men shrill, men shrill syndrome, MSS, men shrill syndrome. Male, male men's shrill. We got to iron it out a little. Male. Mentral. God, he's being so mentral. Yeah. I will say, I think it's interesting that a man called in about PMS because I, it would be interesting to hear if any female or trans listener 
would have thought to call in about PMS. I think yeah. for men, it's like this mythical, is this real? Is this mm-hmm. not? Uh-huh. Is this something that I can comment on? Is she is just it mad not? at me? Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, I'm not, well, whatever. We can be empathetic to men or not. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> but like, I do think it's interesting that a man called in and I hope that men listen to this episode um, because it's more complicated than you think it is. Yeah. And yeah. one, you should never be pinning this shit like this on women yeah and on, and yeah, on, one, and on, for, and yeah. on one particular thing like yeah I, it must just be this not yeah. that work is stressful or money's tight or she got bad news earlier today you know there's or there's an yes. injustice that she's fucking trying to fight against boom, right? boom. which is boom. typically like Real. oh that woman complained about something she must be pms yeah right? right it's typically like that woman stood up for herself in a way that made me feel uncomfortable she must be about to bleed Mm. Yeah. yeah. High five, sister. Yeah. Manstrol. I mean, what if it's just PMS, pre-manstrol <laughs> syndrome? Uh, I mean, I like that. Manstrol. Mansplain. Man. Manstrol. And really lean on the man. Man, he is PMSing. He is being pre-manstrol. pre-manstrol. All right. Well, listen, listeners, pre- let us know. Pre-asshole what- syndrome. Boom. <laughs> uh, listeners, let us know if you like either one of those to just to diagnose how the non-bleeders in our life also get cranky and it's fine. Everyone's entitled to being upset. Right. But dudes do it too. Yeah, everyone does it. Hey guys, this is Kate popping in real quick while editing the episode to just say that we recorded this episode before the Supreme Court testimony with Dr. Ford and Brett Kavanaugh. And it goes without saying that Brett Kavanaugh, epitome of pre-manstrol. That's all. I was thinking too, like, I guess I haven't quite appreciated how strange and and foreign periods are to people who don't bleed. Like it must be really weird yeah. to like live so close with someone in a way that I think I I guess I feel about like anatomy that I don't have. I don't know, like but it must be kind of weird because the women in your life go through a you know, a whole thing every month and yeah. it, maybe I can I, I can I can understand the like defensiveness a little bit around it and the confusion and the you know I don't know I was just thinking about that also you never know when it's happening like women are on different cycles so there's no way of knowing which is why men should never assume because you have no fucking idea where a woman is not to excuse the the man from 1930 or frank from slate.com I'm just saying there is this fascination yeah Yeah. there is a fascination that I totally get with men that must happen I thought about that while I was stoned the other day. I was like, man, periods must be so foreign to them. Yeah. Like, it just struck me. I'm like, periods are weird. I mean, and I I think, because uh, I feel like I usually, like, put up with it. But it's now, it's nice now that my husband, like, he totally babies me when he knows I'm on my period. He's like, hey, what do you need? Oh, I, I'm so going to make soup. I know. I'm like, because I think he's seen me have a couple bad, like, cramps where I'm just like, don't don't touch just leave me alone with the heating pad and I think he just sees that and he's like oh I never have to deal with weird stuff like this yeah so some dudes are chill about it yeah that's good but also then I totally milk it I'm like totally taking advantage (laughs) of the system yeah (laughs) if you told Kevin suddenly that you have two periods a month would he like believe you just like milk it for all it's worth (laughs) I should just I'm bleeding all the time he doesn't listen to the podcast so I could do anything (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Is that is that all the yeah? That is my bleed search. I wanted to keep it fantastic. That's so so interesting. It's pretty interesting. So it sounds like there is stuff to back it up. 
but it's also blown very out of proportion. Yeah. I, I don't think know. How would you summarize so what you read? I would summarize that there, because um, the medical world, one, I don't think has put enough research into it to be able to make a call that since mm. we don't know what the cause of PMS is. That's literally like the cause of tampons. There's like no research. Yeah. Yet, so there's no way of totally knowing. Right. Um, so I think because of the lack of research, it is hard to say for sure that it's definitively a thing. Um, has there just not been a lot of research on PMS at yeah. all? That's crazy yeah. town. Um, and so, yeah. So I think, I don't know where I, to me, it feels like a real thing. And to me, I've always just, uh, it, the hormonal fluctuation has resonated with me. Right. Right. It definitely right. just feels like something's going on with my body. And when you put, uh, synthetic hormones in you, you have different emotional responses. So I just don't see why it's crazy to think when your body naturally is fluctuating, you'd have a emotional response. Yeah. But it's okay to milk it too. Also totally okay (laughs) to take advantage. So listeners call us in. If you have any insight on PMS or menstrual. Yeah. Syndrome. Menstrual. Menstrual or menstrual. Yeah. If your man has a, seems to be moody. Call in. Tell us about it. Track it. Track his cycle. (laughs) (laughs) For Carl, it's whenever he's hungry. (laughs) Cool. It's an easy nut to crack. Thanks, Meg. Oh, yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks. That was fun. I like that you went way back in time with us. (laughs) (laughs) Hippocrates once said. Love it. Um, Should we do a why I cried this week? Why did I cry this week? Cry this week. Nobody's supposed to be here when I talk about why I cried this week. (laughs) (laughs) Friends, lovers, bleeders. Uh, Gilmore Girls and A Year in the Life made me sob this week. What's A Year in the Life? A Year in the Life is the Gilmore Girls reboot. It was basically like four films for every season of the year. So it started with fall. Did it start with fall? (laughs) Shit. Might have started with winter and ended with fall. Mm, That's how Um, I would do it. Yes. That's yes. Uh, and I had seen the first episode a really long time ago. So this came out. I'm like, why didn't I get on board with this? It came out in November of 2016. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so I think I was beside myself. I think I watched one episode and was like, I need a break from life. Yeah. Um, but Lauren Graham is such a fantastic actress and she made me sob like Aww. cry so hard. Aww. Yeah. I was just like <laughs> like ugly crying in my kitchen. Um there was also like her like crying over her dad and then also kind of like getting everything she wants. And Aww, I've watched the I show for a long time, so yeah. I'm like I guess I really care about this character. And now that I think about it, was that premenstrual? It might have been. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about um it. but you could have been sobbed. crying for Whatever. Yeah, it was just because a nice a nice outlet yeah. of like <laughs> so everything we wanted. Um, so that's why I cried. Okay. I cried listening back to our episode where we talked about Homeward Bound. <laughs> 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 
That movie, oh it never, God. it never fails. It's, it never fails to make me cry. Multiple people said they cried during that episode. Yeah. yeah. My sister sent a picture of her with tears in her yeah. eyes yeah. listening to yeah. that episode. Yeah. And I, yeah, it's, it is, I get it. it is relentless. It is constant. It is forever. <laughs> it's just, it. it's always the same line for me too. Where it was, it's Shadow saying, oh, I thought about you all the time. <laughs> no, for, me, for me, it's more when I watch it. Me. It's because I think that scene is so iconic to me because I watched it so much when I was younger. It's it's like that fall foliage in their backyard. Yeah. And then it cuts to that, like the tree in which they all like emerge from. And so when you see like this beautiful green backyard and then you see the orange of the golden retriever. <laughs> Like, I want to get that framed. Like, You're crying right now. We are going to reference this every fucking episode from now and the on. Music, and the music. And the music. And the music. And the music as well. Jesus Christ. So that's why I cried. Oh, And that's why God. I will cry. And it's why I shall cry. Nice <laughs> short. Um, I also, listening to the rough cut of uh, that episode... I was laying next to a sleeping husband and within uh, uh, like 45 seconds, I'm tearing up just because you put the actual movie clip in there. And then I'm laughing because Meg Hayes is like, you guys are idiots. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like wiping tears as I'm shaking laughing. (laughs) I was like, I feel nothing. (laughs) Dead inside. Um, you are dead inside. But the actual thing I was I cried about this week, um, very similar to Meg's, is uh, my uh, regular therapy is just rewatching favorite shows, mm-hmm. and so I recently went through Parks and Rec. Love, which just it's a feel good from beginning mm-hmm. to so end. Feel good, so good, and I cry every time she is recognized for her work. Mm. So oh. when she's approached to run for city council. When Ben gives her the button that's like, nope, 2012 or whatever it mm-hmm. is. Uh, when Ben proposes, when she's approached to do, f- I- I'm just crying every, like every three episodes. <laughs> and it's a comedy. There's also a lot of like lady love. Like what's yes. the female version? Gal- Valentine's of- Day. But I mean, like what's oh. the female version of like, um, what do they call them? Bro, bromance Bromances. movies. Like, what is our version of that? Mm. Because the Anne and yeah. Leslie there relationship many, is there, so beautiful. There aren't many That's good true. portrayals of w- female friendship in pop culture. Yeah, like, I mean, there are. There have been a lot lately, but like for so long, women in film were the moms and the girlfriends and the secretaries. And if there were two women on film, they were fighting over the lead. Yeah, like right. that's what it ha- yeah. was for so long. So I think yeah. with like Sex in the City, right. girls it became more about female friendships. Yeah. yeah. And just like, there are just times when they say to each other, like, I love you. You're worthy. You are yeah. a wonderful person. It's yeah. like so beautiful. Yeah. Those right. moments. Right. Agreed. God, I'm going to cry just talking about it. I know, it's it. beautiful. Yeah, that's a great show. Ugh, great. So great why I cried. Hey, and, and listeners, let us know if you cried and why. Please call in. We love to hear why I cried. We could do a whole episode. Please Because you know the whole, the whole Homeward Bound thing started with one listener calling in about she cried at Homeward Bound, and that's what that's right. started this whole journey. And now we're totally changing our podcast to be <laughs> <We> our <laughs> Homeward Bound Appreciation Podcast. <laughs> we are a strictly Homeward Bound podcast now, and only that scene. We're going to rewatch that scene every week and talk about it. Hey 
everyone. So I wanted to give an update on a story that we talked about during our tampon episode. Um, I mentioned two congresswomen that had bills that they were presenting um, that had to do with tampons, TSS. Uh, and so I heard back from one of them. Um, her name is uh, Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney of New York. Uh, and her, she and her team were really nice enough to, to answer some questions that we had about the bill and just about her, um, her work in fighting for women's rights, you know, trans rights, menstrual rights in general. Um, basically I asked about a bill that she's trying to get through the house. The bill is called the Robin Danielson Feminine Hygiene Product Safety Act. Uh, and basically, she said, after hearing some really shocking stories of young women contracting TSS, which is toxic shock syndrome, I tried to get more information about the materials used to make tampons and any health risks, but there just wasn't a lot out there. I remember there was more research at the time about coffee filters than tampons. Ugh. It became clear we needed more research and that it wasn't going to happen unless we made it happen. Uh, she goes on to say, though I had previously introduced the bill, I changed the name in 1998 to honor Robin Danielson, a 44-year-old woman who tragically died after contracting toxic shock syndrome from using a tampon. Her death made it clear how urgent this matter is. Women and girls are still dying of toxic shock syndrome, and in the 21st century, no woman should be dying because of what product she chooses in the pharmacy during her period. It's long past time we conduct um, through research on the impact and risks of these products. Um, we also asked her um, what she thinks about just the topic of hygiene products, how her male counterparts feel. And she said, thankfully, over the years, menstruation and menstrual health have become less scary to talk about for people. Young women especially are more confident and less ashamed, and we shouldn't be ashamed. But it is still a difficult topic to get people to discuss, and we still have to combat the sense that menstruation should be something secret or private. Mm -hmm. There are also a lot of misconceptions out there about how menstruation actually works. I'm glad we're starting to talk about some of these misunderstandings, and as we continue to have a more open discussion about menstruation everyone is getting more comfortable talking about it which is why we're here yes we're here to normalize demystify bitch about laugh at periods yeah um so we were really happy to hear from congresswoman so cool maloney back to us. I yeah. love um, so this was in an email yes yeah. uh and i basically asked how we could support and she just said you know let your congress hear from you mm. call your people that is so bonkers to me that that she says that there's m more research done on coffee filters yep. than tampons. Yep. That's insane. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Well, thanks for reaching out and following up with no her, No problem. Yeah. I was really grateful that they took the time to get back to us. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode on PMS. We learned a lot of good things we had a Bad lot of things. good discussions <laughs> uh next week we're gonna be getting real graphic and talking about the taboo of period sex yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. so you know turn out the lights light some candles put down a towel put down a towel <laughs> and join us for that episode i'm so excited uh that's it for this week have a fantastic week we love you so much. Thank you for continuing we to really listen do to love us. You. So much. We're having so much fun on this journey. And in the meantime, keep calm and tamp on.
Our theme song was performed by The Go Ahead. Check out more at thegoaheadmusic.com.